Welcome to Move Her Forward podcast and TV series. Yes, we have fully rebranded and launched and ready to go. We're here to have women in business have stimulating conversations, giving you a real insight to the many industries through the lens of women. I'm your host, Edwina McKinnon, and I am super excited to have you tuned in today. Teresa, Teresa Blissing. She's actually the founder of the Asia InsureTech podcast and the head of TDI Connect at the Digital Insurer. She's going to be going through and talking about a few things when it comes to tech. So super excited about this conversation. And Teresa has extensive knowledge of the insurance industry in Europe and Asia Pacific. She is a specialist in insurance. She's looking to disrupt the industry and she is looking to lead uh, big data and analytics within the insurance industry. So welcome today, our guest, Teresa. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much, Edwina, for having me. Um, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a great fan of your work and really excited about the you know, relaunching of the brand, turning it into a TV series. That is really exciting. And I think you know, definitely what the industry needs more spotlight on you know, things that women are accomplishing in this space. So congratulations. Thank you so much, Teresa. And we are super excited to have you a part of this journey. I remember, I think it was really early this year we had connected and uh, once we're across path, I, I just knew for sure that there was some way that I wanted to collaborate with you. So thank you for being a part of this journey with Move Her Forward podcast and TV series. So with that being said, we're going to spotlight you today and jump right in it. So tell the listeners today, who is Teresa Blissing? Well, I'm, um, yeah, I'm coming from the insurance industry and I have literally spent my entire life in insurance. Like officially it's 18 years now. So back in 2004, I started working for Generali in Germany. So I'm originally from Germany. Um, but, you know, the truth is I have really spent my entire life. My dad had an insurance agency. So me growing up, I would always hear, you know, over dinner, all the challenges, all the struggles he had when, you know, selling insurance policies. And um, yeah, I followed his path in a way. Um, I was not that interested in taking over the agency, but um, I did start working for an insurance company. So yeah, 2004, I started working for Generali, was with them for more than 10 years, focused mainly on corporate life, employee benefit, but was um, working on quite a few of the like strategic topics. With Generali, I also got for the first time to Asia. So I was sent to the Generali Asia regional office in Hong Kong in 2009 and then really worked between um you know Europe and uh, and Asia which was super exciting and uh, really fell in love with Asia um but i fell a little bit out of love with insurance and um you know i was just really frustrated with the little change that was happening and you know terms like never change a running system and um you know just just very very little um acceptance of new technologies of change. And that was something I was always really interested in, in, in technology and how we can use data to make 
better, faster, and smarter decisions, right? So I decided to leave. I went back to university after, you know, over 10 years working. I um, did my MBA and actually did an academic research study on the adoption of big data in the Southeast Asian insurance industry. And that was really my start. I then also changed to management consulting. I was based um, mostly out of Bangkok, but operating across Southeast Asia. So a lot in like Singapore, um, Jakarta, obviously Bangkok, Thailand, but also um, continues to, to have trips to Hong Kong. It was really starting to look at how technology is reshaping the insurance industry and how we can leverage technology in order you know, to work better, faster, to offer better products in the insurance industry. And that was also, we know you mentioned it, when I started the Asia InsureTech podcast that was back in May 2019. So we are doing this over three years now. And um, here we are talking to either InsureTech startup founders, um, so InsureTechs that have been started in Asia Pacific or thought leaders from the industry. And yeah, now today I work also for the digital insurer on uh, the community platform and also responsible for content and um, yeah, still running the Asia InsureTech podcast and a few other smaller projects. So that is that is me in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, in a nutshell, that seemed like a, a lot. And um, we're like just as soon as I like I said, I crossed path with you. I have been a part of your journey ever since, and I think what you're doing is just amazing. So keep disrupting that space and taking up space because we really believe that representation matters, right? So being able to see other women in these particular spaces where we never seen women before, um, that's exactly why I didn't want to highlight you in this space. And um, I had the opportunity to work for a few insure techs in my past. And I know once I actually had that opportunity, I was like, why don't women... Um, apply more for these particular roles. So through your lens, why do you think women should try to get into insure tech or even tech in general? Hmm. Yeah, it's a good question. And to be honest, um, I also feel the same issue with, you know, women in that space. When we started the Asia InsureTech podcast, my you know, hope was that we have a gender balanced speaker list. But the reality is just that there are, you know, fewer women in that space. And the women that are operating in that space are often not comfortable with public speaking. Um, and, you know, it's a shame. Like I have heard so often the sentence like, oh, I'm not sure if what I have to, um, you know, share is relevant and, you know, you might find better speakers. You know, this literally never happened when I talk to a man, right? I always, when I invite them to to become a speaker, I never hear something like, oh, I don't think, you know, it's worth sharing what, you know, what I have to say. Um, but I do believe, you know, in SureTech, first of all, you know, working in the insurance industry, and the insurance industry is not known to be, you know, very agile, very open. But I do think the insure tech space has changed that. And there is now more diversity in a way. Um, so people from different backgrounds, and we are also seeing people from like, you know, different gender, um, different nationalities, different race are really um, you know, start playing a role there, but it's not yet enough. And it is so important, especially when we are talking about technology. And, you know, if you're just looking at 
um, you know, how biases exist in artificial intelligence. And this is not that there, you know, there's a bias by the AI. It's the people who are programming these, um, you know, machine learning algorithms or, you know, whatever it might be. And we have seen so many examples where if just men program these or, you know, uh, team that has very little diversity, we will find biases in those AIs. That is not, you know, necessarily um, conscious uh, programming, but it is just a case that then happens because everyone has different experiences. And by having a really diverse team, you can, you know, limit those biases. And that's why I believe it is really important, especially in insurance, especially in a space where we are talking about, you know, underwriting criteria. So what kind of people are we insuring to what price, um, fraud detection, etc. So I believe it is absolutely crucial to, um, you know, have uh, gender balance and, you know, general high diversity in uh, tech positions. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And um, this kind of leads us into our next question for you. Um, back in January, I became really obsessed with the game chess. And um, that's kind of where my vision for Move Her Forward came from, is because I came really obsessed with the queen piece that you play in chess. And in this um, segment, um, just if we can in, in picture anything, it's really about us moving a, a queen chess piece forward. So my next question is really about looking at the chess and why chess players and women in business have a lot in common um, because we're always anticipating our next move and our next five moves. So with that being said, um, what key actionable tips or advice can you actually recommend to a woman right now that wants to maybe pivot their career to insure tech or even just getting into the tech industry? Well, I think what is what is really important is to have a you know strong network of like-minded people or you know people um, that we look up to and you know would it be we want to um, get into that space. So first recommendation really is build your network, um, build connections with people who are already in that space, um, especially in SureTech. If you're a female founder, um, I have heard so many stories how it can be more challenging for women to get funding, right? Um, and having a strong network of female founders, for example, you know, who can give advice and share their experience can really help. And, um, you know, we at the digital insurer actually have launched a community. Um, that was something that was very close to my heart. We have kind of a, you can think of it as like a LinkedIn community for people working in digital insurance. It's completely free to join. Um, you can share content, uh, make connections, etc. And we have launched a community called Women in Tech. So this is for women working or planning to work in digital insurance and insure tech. And uh, the idea is really to provide a global network of like-minded people, of mentors, of you know, all kinds of people. We are actually also um, offering scholarships um, for people with limited resources and access to um, learning opportunities. So there are also scholarships uh, specifically for females who are looking 
for a career in digital insurance. So definitely recommend that. Um, but the second thing I would say, you know, build the connections, but also build your confidence. And that could be through, you know, uh, educating to yourself by, you know, finding mentors, because that is really crucial in, in my experience, um, that you have this confidence to apply for a new job. And actually quite interesting, um, there's research when, you know, looking to apply for jobs. If a woman applies for a new job, they normally see that they tick all the boxes. On the other hand, when men apply for jobs, even if they don't tick all the boxes, they have the confidence to just say, you know, just give it a try. All I can, you know, all they can say is no. And I think that confidence is also important uh, when you are looking to switch careers, um, uh, you know, switch um, your focus, that you have the confidence in yourself and, you know, just give it a try. And um, all that can happen is that they say no, but um, if you don't try, you will never know. Absolutely. It's kind of like shoot your shot. And um, that actually like resonates with me because we actually spoke about that in our last episode, imposter syndrome. And I agree with you. Most women, they literally sit there and they have to tick, tick off all these boxes and make sure that they have even 10 X the criteria. So I definitely agree with you. Those are actually really amazing key actionable tips and anyone could take right now to just be able to pivot into the insure tech realm. Um, so this question next is now really looking at women in business. Um, and you've had a successful career in insure tech. And I kind of want you to bring us um, through that journey of what really made you successful and what tips can you give to merging female leaders that are looking to really do some big things within their industry? Um, what could you, um, you know, provide as any sort of tip for any woman to build momentum? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. And, um, might start with a with a little bit of a background story how I actually started the Asia Insurtech podcast. So, you know, I was based in Southeast Asia. I was, you know, trying to make an impact on that, you know, whole tech insurtech scene. I was speaking at a lot of conferences and I was actually as a speaker at a conference in Singapore. It was a CEO summit um, organized by one of the big conference organizers. And, you know, those conferences at the at the beginning, you have these like breakfast, coffee, break, where everybody gathers. And I was standing there with uh, actually a former colleague of mine. And so, you know, keep in mind, this was in Singapore and he's um, um, a British guy. And we were standing there um, together having a chat. And then two other guys joined and they immediately gave him their business cards. And they completely ignored me because I assume they thought I'm just the assistant. I'm, you know, no one important, nobody worth sharing a business card with. Right. And that actually was such a frustrating um, situation that I said, like, okay, you know, you're going to know my name before I know yours. And that is one of the reasons I started the Asia and Shootech podcast. Yeah. Can we just pause right there and like, take yeah. a back? I, I think women need to hear this. Like, the whole, you need to know my name. Like, just repeat that back for the people in the back. Yeah. Yeah, no, because, you know, that is that is important. And we have to do actually, it is it is a sad situation, but it's the way it is, right? We have to do more to be visible to, you know, showcase 
um, our work and our knowledge and our expertise, right? And I was never looking to be, you know, a public speaker. I mean, English is my second language. Um, you know, it's not that I'm a naturally, you know, great speaker, but that is something that I felt I had to do if I, you know, want to be in that space and I want to, you know, be a, play a role in like thought leadership on um, InsurTech and uh, technology and insurance. Um, so this is what I did. And I think building that profile and, you know, getting the word out, getting, you know, people to know who you are and why, you know, why you matter. Um, I think that is something that is n often not coming easy to women, right? So we are often taught to be like humble and, you know, not brag, etc. But when it comes to business, you just have to put yourself out there. Um, and, you know, normally men are, you know, in general, more, you know, it comes easier to them, right? They are completely fine to go and, you know, brag about what they are doing. But we as women, if we want to, you know, get into a management position, if you want to get, you know, a leader, a thought leader, whatever it might be, right? You have to put yourself out there. You have to promote what you are doing. You have to search, you know, that spotlight and share why, you know, you what you are bringing to the table is relevant. And um, that would definitely be my advice. You know, don't be shy, um, go out there. And, you know, even if you are not that comfortable with public speaking, like podcast is also a great opportunity, um, you know, to, to put yourself out there. You don't have an immediate audience. It's not that, you know, 500 people are sitting live in front of you. Um, so there are definitely ways, or you could write, um, you know, blog posts, etc. Um, that definitely gets intention and um, getting yourself known. I think that is definitely um, an important part if you want to, you know, become a, a leader in your space. Absolutely, and you know that, like a lot of what you said, like about it makes sense building that momentum. And I think the first step is bringing down um, the stereotype that you don't have to have to honk your own horn, right? You don't have to. Um, hide about the things that you've done. And I think as women, um, we've kind of been taught and we have that embedded mentality where um, we have to refrain from saying too much. Um, but like you said, everyone has to know your name, right? You are worthy for, it doesn't matter what whatever you're, you're thinking about doing. Uh, Teresa has definitely laid the blueprint, um, go out and, and, and honk your own horn, uh, and don't look, you know, to the left or the right for anything. Look within yourself to really be that belief system for yourself. Um, just a quick question before we finish it off here, Teresa, is I noticed that um, in your LinkedIn profile, you have actually named yourself as a leader. Um, I'm kind of curious, and this question actually came in from a, one of our listeners as well. Is it okay for women just to go ahead and call themselves a leader or do they have to be designated or um, somebody else calling them a leader or just kind of curious on that? Well, that's a, that's a good question. And I was also at the beginning reluctant, um, you know, to put it in there. But, you know, given the fact that I am speaking at conferences, I'm actually, you know, uh, getting paid to give keynote speeches um, by, you know, corporates um, talking about insurance innovation, for example, right? Um, I've spoken at, I don't know how many conferences across, you know, so many, so many countries, Singapore, Hong Kong, Thailand, Jakarta, um, Australia, Germany, uh, virtually in the US, right? So... <laughs> 
I think if, if, if you are invited to speak at a conference, then, you know, you can call yourself a leader. So, you know, if there is some evidence, it doesn't need to be someone saying, oh, you are a leader. But if there is evidence that do, you are doing things to help, you know, move the industry forward, um, et cetera, then I think um, we have every right to call ourselves leaders. Absolutely. And thank you so much for answering that question for one of our listeners. Teresa, if somebody wanted to find you, connect with you, where could they find you? When's the, where's the best place for somebody to message you if they wanted to get into insure tech or even just getting into tech period? Where can our listeners go to find you? Well, um, you know, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, um, Teresa Blissing. Um, I'm, I'm literally the, the only one with this uh, name on the whole LinkedIn. So quite, quite fortunate with that. That's also the reason why I did not take the name of my husband. <laughs> Such a good name. Um, so yeah, just to search for um, Teresa Blissing. Um, you can also join if you are interested in connecting with more, more women working in digital insurance and insurtech, then, you know, join the women in tech on TDI Connect. Um, I'm sure if we can put the link somewhere in the show notes so people can find it. Um, yeah, and you know, feel free to reach out. Always happy to, to connect. Absolutely. So after this segment, we will definitely share your contact information for our listeners. Any woman that is looking to get into insure tech or even tech, Teresa Blessing is offering uh, the platform to connect with her. So please, please, please tap into her, lock into her to really start to level up. So thank you today for learning, listening, and leveling up today with Move Her Forward podcast and TV series. And uh, thank you so much for joining in. And I hope this Spotlight Her segment has been able to be able to help you in whatever stage of life you're in or industry. Um, that is the whole point of these segments. So thank you so much for uh, Teresa for being a part of this segment and have a nice day. Take care, guys. Ooh.